When I was a freshman in high school, I played on our high school baseball team. It was a small school, so I was able to play with the varsity, working my way to being an occasional starting pitcher for our team. After the season, we got a new baseball coach, and our new coach's rule was that if you played baseball and you were a pitcher, then you also needed to join the cross-country team. I loved baseball. I loved pitching. I hated cross-country. You have to run long distances. I don't like running long distances. I don't even like running medium distances. I wasn't very good at cross-country. But my baseball coach, who also happened to be the cross-country coach, didn't care if I liked cross-country or even if I was any good at it. His purpose was not to turn me into some kind of Olympic cross-country champion, if there is such a thing. He was thinking about baseball. You see, the power for a pitcher is developed not from the arm, but from the core and the legs. Coach wanted us to develop those areas so that our stamina and strength would increase. And I wanted to play baseball, so I ran cross-country. Our reading today in Matthew chapter 16 sees Jesus as he, as he discusses his identity with his disciples. The disciples all agree Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Once that issue is settled and confirmed between them, we're told, from then on, Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed, but on the third day he would be raised from the dead. But Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Heaven forbid, Lord, he said, this will never happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. You're seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Isn't it funny how we can get focused on the things which are happening right now and forget the long-term big picture? Humans and our human point of view is most often on the pain we're feeling now, the happiness we want now, the relief and comfort, assurance and peace we want now. We get stuck on the reality of what we see now and we forget the unseen. And the unseen includes the future. It's not just spiritual things, right? It's things like our diet and exercise, our education and personal growth, a million other things where we gain the short term, but we lose the long term. Jesus is taking this opportunity to once again remind his disciples, look, we, we agree on this, right? You said it. I'm the Messiah. I'm the son of the living God. I'm the one God will use to establish his kingdom and put everything back in order the way God intended it. So what's about to happen are necessary things. Don't miss that word in verse 21. Look at it again. This will be necessary, short-term, bad things. Because don't miss the very last thing on that list. It's the most necessary of all. On the third day, I'm going to rise from the dead. Jesus puts it all together for them when he says, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. 
In other words, if you want to be part of my kingdom, if you really believe I'm the Messiah, don't focus on the short term and what looks good to you. Trust me. And you can trust him with every part of your life, with your hopes, your desires, plans, purposes. He is the Messiah, your Messiah, if you trust him. How do I know? Because he did all of those necessary things, including rising from the dead. So today, as you go about your daily life, remember to trust him. Don't get your eyes set on what's around you, the immediate things. Remember that he has an eternal plan if you trust him, if you follow him, if you simply keep the faith. Mm-hmm.